0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, barbecuers of all ages, Cowboy Calf here welcoming you to the Man Meat Barbecue Show with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is brought to you by Myron Mixon Smokers. Are you a caterer, a competitor, a barbecue enthusiast? Myron Mixon has the smoker for you. Check out all their styles at myronmixonsmokers.com. And don't forget to tell them, Mikey K. sent you. Do you enjoy this podcast? our blogs. Well, join our growing community of friends over on Patreon and help support your favorite barbecue podcast. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube page for lots of videos on different styles of barbecue, different recipes, and the entrepreneurship of barbecue. And now, here's your host, Mikey K. Good What's up, guys? We are hanging out with Burt from Slabs Barbecue in LA. When you think LA, Ooh. you don't think barbecue right away, but you should. Um, the LA scene's kind of going sure. crazy for this stuff, isn't it?
1: It sure is. It sure is. Thank you very much for having me. Thank yeah. you very much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, you know, I had to uh, step away from. Hollywood and and the Walk of Fame and celebrities and and <laughs> and, and camera flashes and <laughs> you know that's what people think about when they think about LA. They think about celebrities. They yeah. think about Hollywood. They think about the Kardashians. But nobody ever thinks about barbecue, and it's really, really been taking a turn in the last few years. Uh, you know, the city does not allow for uh, places to have the kind of smokers that we want to have. So if you wanted to fire up that smoker, like a proper offset and just burn a bunch of wood in the back or or anywhere, you would have to do it in the backyard. So quite a few guys uh, in their own time uh, started doing that, firing up some smokers in uh, backyards and, and getting their friends and friends of friends to come by. And really, a whole movement started here in L.A., which is great. And it's nothing to compete with Texas. No one's trying to compete with Texas. It's really us trying to do our thing and trying to play along. And hopefully, like we say, hopefully over time, develop, you know, an L.A. barbecue, you know, cuisine. Yeah, exactly. Just like you have a region different regions as you know the like Carolinas and all that to have something for LA so i don't know what it is quite yet no and it's not going to be quinoa it's not going to be vegetables it's not going to be tofu like some people say and think but it's going to be uh, it's going to be you know it's going to be good so it's going to be there's they you know they say happy cows come from california i don't know if you ever see these commercials they i do happy cows do, come yeah. from california so there you go so if happy cows come from california then Happy Brisket could come from California, could come from L.A. as well. So uh, it's really great. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, and I want to say what's up to my all my backyard barbecue friends, to my friends Andrew and Michelle at Moosecraft Barbecue and everybody else who is uh, – who is doing this. We got quite a few, Republic, you. we got this heritage, we got the offset, we got, uh, we got quite a few. I know I'm always forgetting somebody. <laughs> you always will. Uh, they always will, but, uh, I love it, you know, and, and we have such a mix of people here in LA, people from Israel, people from Brazil, people from Ethiopia, people from everywhere. And everyone has their version of meat and fire uh and you know as time goes by it all it all blends in so we'll see what happens so we'll let me ask,
0: let me ask you this question we're going we're going to kind of go down this question kind of rabbit hole when you were opening up slabs in in um in LA did you have any problems finding the proper meats that you wanted for for like food suppliers uh no we did
1: not so there are obviously a slew, a slew of, of of meat suppliers, purveyors here in LA. We have some amazing steakhouses, quite amazing restaurants, but uh, the suppliers' focus was more on the fancy cuts, the ribeyes, the fillets, whatever yeah. it may be that's more more known, and not the brisket. So, so at first. Really, at first for me, I was finding the best and most consistent brisket at Costco of all places. You know, Costco has a great meat program. You know, often people will hear Costco and they think, ah, well, but, but Costco really has a great uh, program. It was only a matter of time until I started wiping Costco out, you know, and just go in. call. I would call it in, which was so cool. I remember that calling in and say, hey, hold me, you know, four or five cases, whatever it was. You know, I would come and just take all of that. And uh, uh, but as time went by, you know, I started working with a distributor who would deliver it straight to wherever I needed. Wherever you were, yeah. So yeah, wherever I was. So it was it was great, and it wasn't really much of an issue. My issue now is that I need briskets at a certain measurement. Uh, I you know, sometimes I get briskets that are twenty two pounds. It, it, I don't need a 22-pound brisket. A 22-pound brisket is going to take me a, a week to cook, and, you know, <laughs> it's not going to be, you know, it's not, we don't, we don't need a 22. It's, a 22-pound brisket really is going to take you a, of two, more than 24 hours, you know, so yeah. I don't need it. And, 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 and the cuts, the slices that I end up with a, with a, a net 12-pound brisket, it's not going to be as nice as the ones I'll get. You know, from the briskets that uh, are ideal for me, which is like 13, eh, 13, 14 pounds at most, and cook those. They cook in a more manageable time frame, um, and, you know, the slices come out very nice. And so that's my challenge is to ha- get consistent sizes. So I work with a couple of different uh, suppliers, and, you know, whoever can get me that that batch is usually how I go with, but uh I do my best to go back and forth to keep everybody you know, get business for everybody.
0: Keep everybody happy. No, yeah, that that that's one of the hard things is um I think sometimes when you're not in barbecue country and you're talking to people about, you know, a consistent brisket, they're just looking at you at like like you're crazy. And they're like, You want what?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You know. Yeah. And not everybody knows what brisket is, you know. Still they'll come to the restaurant, they'll see they'll 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 come and they'll they'll see the brisket that I'm slicing and they'll tell me like, you know what? Can I get mine a little more <clears throat> can I get mine a little more well done? Uh and I think this is this is this is super well done. It's like hey, but, but you know the color around what is that? Is that raw? What is that? You know, oh, that's the you know, that's a little smoke ring. Uh, this on the smoke. He's like, yeah, I don't think he went all the way through, you know, you have one that's more. I'm like, this is, this is cooked. I said, you know, your steak that you eat well done. Well, 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 done steak is going to be like 135 degrees. Yeah. God forbid. It, it, Hopefully you don't go, you don't go more than that. This brisket, I cooked it to to 200 plus is cooked. It's I promise. Cooked. I promise it's cooked. I, I, I the I hardest thing that good. I
0: get is people will go, they'll, they'll, um, they'll take, t- take chicken
1: and they'll go there. It's pink. Yeah, it's smoked. Yeah. Ch- smoked chicken is what I call my 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 vegetarian option. When somebody's asks, "Do you have anything vegetarian?" I say, "We have chicken." <laughs> we have chicken. <laughs> yeah. You know, and surprisingly enough, also we've been open now for three months. I have not had one protest in front of. Me. I was sure I was going to have some kind of a animal rights thing going on in in front of the store, but we have not. You know, knock on wood. <laughs> I think You're like, knock, knock on wood. Knock that, on wood. Knock that, on. That's all you can
0: hope for, right? That's right. That's right. Just no, you know, no protests. None
1: of that crazy stuff. Uh, no, no, pro, no protests. But we do run out. We do sell out, you know, just about every day we were sold out. And uh, we're supposed to be open till seven o'clock, but people will show up at, you know, uh, six o'clock. Uh, and, and, and want to get a whole thing. And, you know, we, and, and, but, you know, at this point we've already been done and dusted for two, three hours and then they get upset. So not everyone understands that. And, and, and I hear them, you know, uh, I would love to cook more. We're cooking at our full capacity, uh, which isn't much, you know, I'm only, we're only doing about 14 to 16 briskets, uh. We we can't we can't cook more than sixteen briskets uh, because we need to cook other things as well and just constantly smoking and going and yep. we have to rotate so you know it's more it's more like twelve to fourteen briskets that will go through every day so we can have room for some shoulders and um, and and ribs and everything else so yeah barbecue <laughs> <laughs> now what are you guys cooking on. So at the restaurant in L.A., we're using a Southern Pride smoker. Now, before anybody, people start uh, complaining and and yelling at me, I know. I know. It wasn't my ideal thing. It wasn't what we wanted. Uh, Leanne Mueller uh, wanted to open La Barbecue in L.A., and I love La Barbecue. I admire Leanne, uh, and I admire that she did not go go through with it because she could not get – uh the health department to sign off on her using uh the offset smoker that she is used to and i totally appreciate that uh and so we were not allowed we cannot use it so the re- we ended up with the smoker that we have so you have to use a gas assist there uh you can use you can use a jnr you can use you can use uh electric the, you can you just cannot have pure wood. Uh, I think it's part they, they worry that it's gonna go out they, and the meat gets cold and, and and temperature fluctuation as well as the smoke in the air. It's something that we're fighting, you know that we're we're appealing yeah. that uh, we, ho- we hope will will change. but um, we took over a space uh we we found the place where we're at now and uh at the same time uh my, some of my friends that I'm I'm doing this with uh their friend took over another space in Venice, California here in Venice and and that was a, an old barbecue joint that uh went out of business or whatever happened there so that place left behind a smoker this southern pride smoker and they opened up a vegan restaurant. So this vegan restaurant has a, a smoker full of pork juice and brisket juice all in there. <laughs> yeah. So they had to, we had to get it out. We had to get out. They gave us the smoker. So that saved us a lot of money and the opening cost. So we went without smoker. I really, the whole time, I'm going with it thinking, this is never going to work. We're never going to open a restaurant anyway. So I kind of I, I didn't have as much resistance. Um, and you know we got that smoker out we had to break down a wall to get that smoker out of that restaurant transport it over to uh to slab get it in there and we started working with it now i got to say i got to say in its in its defense that southern pride uh machine is very efficient uh it definitely definitely makes things a little easier uh we did i did spend you know, quite a few days and nights. I've spent many nights at the restaurant um, to babysit this and to get to know the smoker uh, that we figured out. I figured out how to make the process, the cooking process with that Southern Pride a little more difficult. Now, if anybody out there is using a Southern Pride uh, and has tips and, and suggestions, I, I welcome them to please message me uh, at Slab and. Let me know that they heard it, and 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 would love to talk to them about the Southern Pride. Instead of what some people do with uh, JNRs or you know the Oilers or anything yeah. else, they'll shove that 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 firebox with with a bunch of wood and let it go. You know, we we, uh, we I, I know some some people in LA will have uh, JNRs that will shove that thing filled with wood. And then they go and they leave it, you know, so that takes away the fun, you know, and that takes away, you know, a lot of the fun, the struggle that we have with the smokers that we are used to, that we would like to use, uh, is gone with us, with, with these types, you know, it's a lot more manageable. So what we do is I use smaller splits, smaller pieces of wood, uh, in, in the box, so we have to load it up every 30 minutes. We have to load up a little bit of wood and then it, that gives me a clean clean smoke, a clean fire uh, and you just have to really just keep filling it up with wood. But I will go through uh, I'll go through maybe I don't know 30 20 20 or so logs of wood um, during a day with uh, this Southern Pride. This last this uh, last cook, I just did it for the PGA last week, this Tiger Woods thing, which is a whole other thing I'll, I'll tell you about. Uh, I went through, it was raining and it was windy. I went through about 150 of these logs probably. It was just Ooh. eating it. So, you know, look, it depends what you want. Some people cook with a Traeger. Some people cook with, with uh, these pressure cookers. I'm not knocking anybody, people do whatever they can, you know, people are working, they can't, they don't have the time, they want to put in a brisket in the morning, go to work and leave it on their Traeger, you know, good for them, what are you going to do, you know, it's uh, people work with whatever they got and uh, I can't knock anybody, I think that as long as you have this passion about it and you have this barbecue spirit that I always say, if you you have the spirit in you, you know what, you can make anything interesting and but that's that's where we're at, and and I think that if we we will uh, scale up and open more restaurants, I think we'll probably have uh, Southern Pride's there as well, because to go and and hire people who will be able to sit for, not even talking about the, the 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 legality aspect of it, but if I even if we can use it, it for me to go to other markets and to go to other cities and and get people who can do the sh- the shifts that are needed. And to play with the fire and to move, I don't know. And insurance and liability becomes an issue. California is not easy. California is not easy. And you know what? I I talked to my friends in Texas. uh, You think that Texas is free for all. These guys in Texas are also just, you know, eating all kinds of, uh, you know, eating all kinds of shit with their local place. And, uh, um, you know, so they have to deal with with environmental and health departments. So, yeah, I guess LA is no stranger.
0: You know, you know, the thing is, the only thing that I would say that um, those places have a little bit easier on is I think the health department understands barbecue a little bit more.
1: Yes, 100
0: percent, 100 percent,
1: 100 percent, that's
0: the only thing that they kind of have the upper edge on. Um, I don't think a lot of health departments up in the north or in California or, you know, up, up uh, anywhere kind of up north really understand everything that we're doing. We have a very hard time with it um, in the sense that most of the time they're like, well, your food, you know, you guys keeping food in the danger zone and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, I promise you I'm cooking it far past any other meat that you're ever going to be temping. You know what I mean? Like I am yeah. bringing that brisket to 205. I'm bringing that pork shoulder to two hundred two hundred five. Like, yeah, exactly. I promise you. There's, it, it's it's gonna be perfectly fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's 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 that. You know. But when I when I have an opportunity in my backyard or or to have some kind of an event, not in my backyard. I don't do it in my backyard anymore. At least. Uh, but I, I'll move it around. Yes, I'd love to fire up, you know, the proper offset and, and have the whole experience. I'm not trying to get out of it. It's just that, you know, if I would stick to it then I would not have a barbecue joint open up and, you know, that's now, a whole other.
0: How was is, is wood sourcing there?
1: You know, so we have a lot of, uh, we have a good amount of wood here. We don't have post oak. I don't have post oak and, and that's okay. That's totally okay. Uh, what are you smoking? I, 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 I use I get red and white oak and oh, I beautiful. love that That's what we're using. I, yeah, yeah. I, I love it I love starting with red oak I love the smell of red oak I love the smell of white oak uh, I start with red I finish with white I, I when I was doing smaller amounts I was getting post oak shipped over from uh, from Texas because I thought I you know Aaron Franklin uses uh, post oak Uh, These other people use post oak, and you know what? I want to be like Michael Jordan, you know, and (laughs) and do whatever. But you know, but uh, over time, over time, I realized that you know, that's Aaron. This is this guy. This is that guy. They're doing their thing, you know. Uh, I'll do mine. I'll do mine. And you know what? We we I developed really a relationship with. With red oak and and the the you know the way it looks and the way it smells, I just really love it. Uh, so I, I I have a couple of guys here that will deliver. They come by with a truck, they drop off a cord, and uh, but my guys in Texas tell me how they pay a hundred and fifty a cord. I pay about five hundred a cord, which is Man, a, a, bit, a bit
0: big difference. You are preaching to the choir. You are preaching <laughs> to the choir. Um, <laughs> man, I'm from a big city. That's, that's our problems too. Wood supplying, it, it, it's not easy. Uh, we talked to, uh, I talked to one guy who was like, oh yeah, man, dude, I can totally be your wood supplier. I can, I can handle whatever you're going to throw at me. And then I call him like, I literally call him like a month later. I was like, Hey bro, I need another. And he's like, already? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't have it. I was like, Oh
1: yeah, exactly. Cool. <laughs> I hear that I, I I hear that so often and then when they they do they send you what they have and it's so green and it's, you know, it's and you're like, "Bro, yeah.
0: I can't use this."
1: Yeah, so I'm getting dirty smoke constantly and it's uh Yeah, man, you know, things like that happen. It's not going to kill us. It's only going to make us a little stronger. You going to get us ready for for the next one. And you know, you got to learn how to you gotta learn how to dance with the with the fire. You gotta dance with the fire. You gotta dance with your brisket. Um, you know, it's part of the dance.
0: Yeah, that's basic. I mean, that's what it is. That it's yep. it's the dance. Um, it's what what we what we kind of play with. You know, in our in our lives. So. With you guys, what what do you think was one of the hardest things about opening a, rest, a barbecue restaurant in L.A.?
1: Well, uh, one of the challenges for us is, and like any other business, is always staffing. You know, staffing, getting people. At first I thought I need to get certain kind of people who have this barbecue spirit. Then I thought, okay, I just need to find people who want to work. Then I thought I just need to get people who – won't leave us very quick. I get messages all the time from people from, you know, and I totally appreciate the messages, but, you know, hey, I would love to learn barbecue. Can I come work at your place? And so it's like, first of all, I can't teach you barbecue because we're using a Southern pride. You're not learning anything. You know, it's not, it's not much to learn. And it's like, don't, don't learn the wrong thing because you have to go through proper cook, proper cooks with proper smokers. Uh, you know, so... Our challenge has has been staffing, has been, uh, uh, and it really has been the city of the city of LA. You know, we, we have all of our hurdles would come from the city, whether it's the size of the space of the 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 door in in the bathroom for wheelchair access uh, to and, and nothing. Of course, we want everybody to have access, but. You know, they, they would make it so difficult uh for for no reason. And then like one guy would come in, tell us we need to make these corrections, we make these corrections, somebody else comes to sign it off, says, Well, actually, you don't even need to make those corrections, you need to make these corrections. And it just would go on like that. Our restaurant, we we signed that that lease two almost two years before we actually opened. Two years. Two years, you know, so it was a long, it was a long time. Uh but we have been very well received. The restaurant's been very well received. Uh, we're very grateful for these amazing reviews and response. Um, you know, and it's great to see people coming by, sitting down, you know, splitting up a, a tray between some friends, you know. And, and it takes me back to the time when I actually felt, kind of fell in love with that spirit, with that state of mind. You know, I was sitting at some barbecue joint. I really I, I, I don't even I'm not even sure where it was. It may have been like uh, Ironworks in Austin. But I was sitting there, you know, there was like a smell in the air. It was like it was just nice, you know, like the, the whole mood was going well with the music, whether it's muddy waters or whatever music was playing. I was like, man, this is amazing. This is great, and you know, people are coming to the restaurant and and getting into that zone and uh, appreciating it. And you know, they come, they sit down, they eat, they spend time after they're done. It's a party, you know. If I tell you, like, "Hey, man, we're going to a barbecue," you're like, "Yeah, okay, we're going to a party." You know, you know, you get into yeah. a certain state, of mind, you get into a certain state of mind. So it's that's how it is, you know. So it's been great to see to see that happening, and there's more places coming. You know, there's a a lot more places popping up, like. Uh, We used to do it uh, in the backyards. And also, it's not about who did it first. You know, I wasn't the first to do it. Uh, But it's great to see that others are doing it. I hope that they will turn into brick and mortars. I hope there will be more and more and more and more restaurants that will, you know, barbecue joints that will come up. They'll all have their own voice. They'll do their own thing. And hopefully together, you know, like I always say, it will put L.A. on the barbecue map. You know, it will move us, will get us some respect when it comes to barbecue, which I know is hard to do. And a lot of people hear LA and barbecue and dismiss it and laugh. I get it, I get it, but you know what? Time, time will time will tell. And we all appreciate and, and love this form of cooking and flavor profiles and all that. And we, you know, salute and, and toast and have a, a, a drink for Texas. But you know that if they would open up, for instance, if Texas Monthly Magazine opens up that top 50 out to period, top 50, you know that half of those places in the top 10 would be outside of Texas. You know, so...
0: I mean, that is true. I mean, you got... You got, you know, you got across the country. There's so many amazing barbecue restaurants. There's some amazing ones in New York. Um, there, there's, there's a couple amazing ones in Chicago. There's some amazing barbecue in, um, in LA, obviously. And, uh, and, and
1: look at Arizona. Look at, look at Adamson. Look at Adamson in Toronto. Oh yeah, that guy. I see their trays and I write them hate mail. You know, I read them. You know, I'm like, "What are you guys doing? This is ridiculous." You know, they have the most beautiful. Yes, you know, uh, uh, in 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 Tucson, in Arizona, what's a Lucille? What's a what's a what's a, what's uh, a t- name? There's, um,
0: Little a, Bar- Miss
1: Barbecue. Little Miss, Little Miss, yes, and a beautiful beautiful stuff. Look at uh, you know, they go the the Aaron and. And Billy Durney, they go out to, to Sweden, they go around, you know, Sam Jones and everybody's doing nope. barbecue all over. It's all over the place. I, I, I guarantee you half of that top ten would be outside of Texas, you know. And, and you know, maybe, maybe, maybe in the next list, there's a good chance in the next list that list will open up, that Daniel Vaughn will say, you know what, let's open it up because he can't ignore it. You can't ignore it. You can't say because I've heard people say like, well, this is the top 15 in Texas, so if it means it's the top ten in Texas, that's top ten in the world. Not it's not true. It's not true. It's nothing against Texas. Nothing against Texas. Nothing against anyone in the top ten. But it's just it's not true. And we got you gotta respect that as as, as barbecue people, uh, that hey, and, and appreciate that that your you know your 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 cuisine is, is spreading worldwide and they, they appreciate it you know, the best French food is not necessarily in France anymore, you know, it could be in Las Vegas, it's It's true, it's out there, and and they're like, oh, you know, this is amazing, and no one, and, and Adamson, or whoever it may be, who's cooking it, they're not saying like, hey, forget Texas, it's all about us, they're like, hey, you know what, salute to Texas, but we're bringing it over here, you know, I mean, there's that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful food, you know, so, who knows, I mean,
0: I think uh, barbecue's growing. I mean, look at look at barbecue in New Zealand. Look at barbecue in Australia, uh, the Absolutely. UK. I mean, it, it's getting huge. Everyone kind of likes that American cuisine, and I'm saying that I, I've been I've been campaigning this for a little bit. Is is barbecue is the American cuisine? It it, it it's what it, it's kind of what we can all, as a country, come together on and say. Listen, yes, barbecue is the American cuisine and uh yes there there there's definitely dishes from the south that are that are not barbecue that some people would be like well this is true like you know comfort food but i think as a whole barbecue comes together you, you know you got you got all these little places like you got the carolinas you got tennessee Every, everyone kind of has their own little spin on barbecue but it it it's all very traditional, and it's it's all still very core based. Where it's smoke, it needs to be made with smoke, and it needs to be made with fire. And
1: um, I think salt pepper, salt pepper smoke, salt pepper smoke, and and yeah, and you're right, absolutely. They have their spin. You look again, like like in hometown Billy Durney. You know, he has toured the world. He's got he's been inspired everywhere, and he draws that inspiration to his to his ribs, to his brisket. Uh, you have, you even have kosher barbecue, you know, also like in New York, easy's barbecue and other yeah. places that, that will do kosher because, and I, myself, you know, I'm from Israel. I don't keep kosher, but I'm from Israel. I'm Jewish guy and you know, I, I love barbecue, but I have a lot of friends of mine who keep kosher who complain to me that they can't have my barbecue because it's not kosher. So we want to do something that, that they can have it. I had my, my cousin was, comes to visit me for a big uh, event that I had. He comes to visit <laughs> Uh, my South African cousin Ryan, Ryan, how's it? And he comes, and he was so enamored by the process and by the f- smells and by the flavors and by the whole experience. He got back to he got back to Cape Town, or to Johannesburg, wherever he went, and within days he fe- he got his hands on an offset smoker. I couldn't believe how quick he got his hands on a smoker, and he started sending me pictures of his brisket attempts. You know, so it's it's everywhere. It's really yeah. it's everywhere. And and you know what? And and you and I and, and everybody else who are somewhat involved with barbecue, I could find I can go to, to Chicago, I can go to any other barbecue joints over there, I could hook up with you, I can we can go to Sweden, you and I can fly over to Toronto, wherever it is. It's like one big family. It's like yep. you know, we're all we're all doing something together, we're all in it, you know. I I, I love I love when any any barbecue friends, any, any barbecue people come by to visit, they stop by totally. I appreciate it. I always sit down with them. Uh, it's great. It's like a big, big family, you know, that is, is one big, crazy, you know, creative, dysfunctional family. It's
0: definitely barbecue. dysfunctional. Um, it's super <laughs> creative. Uh, I think anyone that works in the food industry is definitely dysfunctional. We, it, it, it it's a, it's a trait that you have to have to, to be part of the industry. Um, but it's it, It is one of those cool things like anytime you get a barbecue, dude, you like – you just say one thing. It's like, man, I love barbecuing and then they go, oh, yeah, me too. What do you cook on?
1: And then you just start this conversation. I definitely – you know, I went with my daughter's kindergarten like orientation and they wanted to like get some camaraderie between the parents to make some friends. Uh, Everybody was all young parents. Guys, remember and he's from wife. LA. They
0: do it that way.
1: They're a little bit stranger out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my wife, my wife forces me to go to this thing. I tell him, my honey, I don't want to go to this thing. I don't care. I don't want to meet these people. You know, there's a bunch of these dorks. Like, I, I don't want to do it, honey. I don't want to go." No, no, you have to come. Come, let's go. All right. <laughs> so we you go. Said We're no, in other words,
0: oh. she won and you went.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. I put up a fight, but I lost. So, you know, I'm sitting there, and you can see all the other dads there. Nobody wants to talk. Nobody was sitting there. And this is a, a Jewish day school, so everybody's supposed to be very up and up and very uptight and kosher. Okay. Then one of the dads, like, they're talking about something, and one dads like, nah, you know what? I like to cook whole hogs. And I was like, me and a couple other guys are like, hmm?
0: You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like
1: what? We're like, what? Whole hog? And boom. And the whole conversation how they were trying to just be very proper, just went to shit. People started ordering beers. We started talking about barbecue. We, and we everybody's been friends ever since. And we're just cooking. And, you know, barbecue put, brings people together. It's something that I learned in, in the backyards experience when I was doing this whole Trudy's Underground Run. Yeah. It was that people would come. I would have black, white, gay, straight, this, that, whatever. Anything you can think of. And everybody had, everyone was a friend. Everybody, People that vote differently, people that loved the president, people that hated the president, whatever it is, anything, everyone got together over barbecue. Everyone got together over, over that. It was amazing. It was really, it was amazing. So it's really a unique thing that, you know, that we're involved with.
0: So when you started Trudy's Underground Run, can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: For those Trudy's, who don't know it. Trudy, well, Trudy's Underground Barbecue really came up by fluke. It was really, it was never. Uh, it, it created itself. We, I never sat down. I never thought about creating anything. I never, It just, it happened. I went to Texas, like I was telling you. I went to Texas. I sat down, whether it's cross, uh, Iron Works, wherever it was, and and and. I got into this barbecue state of mind. And, and I was in Austin for like three days for a real estate conference. I, my background is in, in the real estate industry. And I went out there for a real estate, for a real estate in, uh, convention. I ended up not even making it to the convention because I started, I, I, it was like, like a hit of crack. You know, like I, 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 I'm i assuming, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that that's what it's like. If anybody out there, if you guys do that, please stop. Don't do it. Please barbecue instead of crack. Don't do crack. But <laughs> I, I <laughs> uh, but I got, in, I got into it and I started eating just barbecue, just getting all this, you know, eating this bar and thinking like, this is amazing. You know, and I cooked a lot at the, t- at the time. I've always cooked. My, my parents used to take me to cooking lessons when I, you know, was seven, eight. Uh, and. I was cooked and I thought this is great. I'm gonna take use this flavor profile and and implement it into whatever I'm trying to do, you know, which was obviously I was trying to master French techniques and do the you know, the usual French cooking, mother sauces and all of that. Yep. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna implement this stuff. And I started to go from barbecue joint to our barbecue joint, by the way, and then what I would do is I would see somebody at a barbecue joint that I know went to that convention. It's funny, I've said this story before, but like I would see people who went to that convention because they had the wristband and I'd say, hey, you know, how's, the, wrist, how's the, the, the event? It's great. What's your favorite part of the convention? And they'll, they'll tell me something like about, you know, it was that, that, that guy that came on stage and was talking about, you know, short sales or foreclosures, whatever they were talking about that's real estate related. And I said, okay, cool. And I would go from barbecue joint to barbecue joint. And at the end of the day, the company would meet for dinner. And I didn't want to tell them that I wasn't even present, that I was just eating barbecue all day, that I would sit there and say, like, man, how amazing was that guy that was talking about short sales? You know, <laughs> I would tell them whatever, whatever people would tell me was their favorite part. I would relay that to the people I was working with. So then they didn't even doubt me that I wasn't present at the convention. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like, like, oh, yeah, Bert was at the convention the whole time. He obviously knows about that girl that was, you know, selling uh, beachfront properties, whatever it was. And I was using these excuses to buy me time to go and get barbecue. Then, then I would come back to L.A. In, sh- in short, I would come back to L.A. And I, I got myself a smoker, a green egg, and I started to make brisket. And I said, okay, I'm going to make myself a brisket. I need the directions, the, the, the instructions to make a brisket. Like everybody knows, get a brisket, trim it, you know, get some videos to trim it. Cook it at 250, 275, bring it to 203, you're done. All right. All right. Well, it was a lot more to that, as we know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's like, how, how long did you cook that? Was there a wind with the temperature control? Did you wrap it? Did you not wrap it? How did you wrap it? What did you wrap it with? Did you spray? When did you spray? How did you spray? What pressure? Whatever it may be. All these things that I didn't think about would come into play. And I just kept making, I just kept cooking briskets. I was doing like two or three a week, And I would just do it on the green egg, end up with, the, with a brisket, cut it up, give it away. I would cut it up, I would give it away. And it went on like that, on and on and on and on and on. This this went on for a while, for several years it went on like that. And I would I would give it away, and I would meet people. I would make this as, as much as like a drug deal as possible. It would be such <laughs> a shady... <laughs> I would have people meet me in the dark, in the alley... You know, it would be friends of mine, it would be friends of friends, and they would come and they would get whatever. And I gave it away. I never charged. It was nothing. You know, I would meet people on Sunset Boulevard. It was busy and I would pop my trunk open and get packs of foiled up packs of, you know, one pound, two pound, and I would just give it away. I would just have this geographic areas and I would give it away. And then one day I got a bigger smoker, which was a 250, 250 gallon offset Smoker that I got from uh, somebody in Texas sent her over. And and then I went from two briskets to now I'm doing, I can do 13 briskets at a time, which was a big jump. So I started, you know, firing it up in my backyard, a proper offset. And, you know, if my friends would come to pick up some briskets, I was doing, you know, four or five briskets at a time. My friends would come by to pick up brisket. Then my friends would bring other friends to bring you know to yeah. pick up some brisket, and it just grew on more and more and more. At the same time, I have a good friend of mine too, who is from Toronto. My buddy Stu was living here in LA. His mom would come visit him, and uh, from Toronto, coincidentally from Toronto, and uh, she comes to visit. And when she comes to visit, she would make her her special brisket that she would make for him and for the friends, and uh, and. She would, and she would obviously roast the brisket in an oven. It was a different preparation. And that's how she would do it. And when she would come to do it, her name was Trudy. Her name is Trudy. So so my buddies uh, from that crew knew about my brisket shenanigans, and they started calling my brisket the Trudy Special, the Trudy Special. And then they kind of stuck, you know. One day, my buddy comes over with this stamp. It's like, look at the stamp I made. And it's... Uh, it was a brisket, you know, it was a Trudy logo. He made this logo for it, and it really gave it life. And then the next time people came to my backyard to pick up barbecue, I wrapped it up with them in, in butcher paper, and I used that stamp. And next next thing I know, this thing started. And my buddy's like, you got to start an Instagram account. You can't mix up all this barbecue with pictures of your kids and, and houses that you guys are working on. She separated. And I separated it and it created a whole new life, and here we are, you know, it just, and it just grew and grew and grew, and this, this allure that, you know, this underground thing had, you know, that you had to find, you have to track it, uh, was great, you know, it was great for a lot of people. I had friends of mine who didn't, I kept it anonymous, you know, I didn't, I wasn't bragging or telling anybody or you know, I, I, I didn't even bring it up to anybody, you know, and uh, I would have friends of mine that would hear about it and would tell me, like, dude, there was a guy in L.A. somewhere here in town who was doing barbecue brisket in his driveway. We got to find him, you know, and <laughs> and like they're telling me, like, we got to find him. Now, let's find this guy. It's like, He doesn't get back to you he Says this guy is such an asshole. He doesn't respond. You know, they're telling me these things. I'm like, listen, guys, find the guy. Let's go. You know, <laughs> let's, let's let's go. You know, and it's it's. It was me. I had a couple times when people that I know got through and they would come and they were so confused to see me on the other side of the table slicing the brisket. They didn't understand what was happening. But, uh, you know, it really grew organic. It was very organic. It was a lot of support from from everybody. It was amazing. And before you know it, you have all kinds of all kinds of people, you know, celebrities to, to not that were coming by the backyard chefs that I totally admire and look up to that were coming by the backyard it was exciting you know people came by it was a barbecue it was a party people were hanging out you know no, nobody, my, nobody called,
0: you, called the health department on you and shut your ass down?
1: they had to find me you know so it's not like you know oh it's tomorrow's barbecue it's Saturday we're going to Trudy's you know you don't know where Trudy's is you gotta find Trudy's you know I gotta tell you where it is you know uh so you don't know where it is, and if for any reason you you did get through, and then you came to the same place the next week or a couple weeks later at a time that I was there again, you couldn't just get you couldn't get barbecue because I I knew I have x amount of pounds available to cut. I have that many of um, pounds reserved. So if I'm cutting you a pound, <laughs> that's a pound I'm taking away from the other guy who's supposed to come. So if you were not on my list. I'm not getting you anything. You know, you're not getting anything. You know, if you if you reserve two pounds and then you come and you say, "Hey, oh, it looks great. We actually want three pounds." I can't do it. The only thing I would I could offer you is to take it down. Like if you had two pounds, if you want to take it down to one pound, be my guest. You know, no problem because somebody else will take that pound. But otherwise, that's how it was, and it was exciting. And and you know, everybody was welcome. Everybody came through. I I was just I was looking for. A certain type of person, and what I mean by that is that I wanted I wanted it to be a party. I wanted people to hang out, so I was really trying to put together groups of people that I think we think would get along with, among themselves. You know that they, and I was I'm really always drawn to to color, to to design, to art, to um, you know. That kind of cre- to creative space, you know. People that come from the creative world definitely had an advantage. It wasn't about who's a celebrity, who has a blue check mark, who's got more followers. Look, that stuff didn't hurt, you know, because then I knew that this guy's coming. He's obviously not with the health department. He's not with this or that. And at the same time, look, I wasn't selling it. There was no selling barbecue going on. You know, everything oh, so was th- it, none of it was ever sold. No. No, I never. So sold you just spent a
0: shit ton of money.
1: Yep, you know I was making good money <laughs> in the real estate. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then after after some time, after some time, when I started to do, you know, now I'm doing twelve briskets at a time and a bunch of pork and ribs, and you know, now I'm spending, you know, investing about a thousand bucks into into this thing, uh, every week. You know that adds up to, you know, I'll be spending four to five thousand dollars a month on meat. So, um, you know, you got to draw the line at some point. But what I was doing is I had this box, this Topo Chico box, uh, and it was just donations. You had a box on the side, those donations, I didn't give anybody change. I, if, if they wanted change, they change, I, I totally trusted them. You know, I, they could have put in $10 and then taken 50 out. I have no idea. I never looked. I didn't care. That was kind of like my insurance policy in case anybody comes. To say that I'm selling meat, I'm not selling any meat, you know? I'm not selling anything. There's a donation box. There's nothing enforced. There's no, you know, obligation. But people were very generous. People did support. uh, And I always covered, just about covered all the costs. And, you know, between the cost of the prep, the this, you know, the meat, the the spice, the wood, all of that adds up. Man, yeah, I know. It was it was, it was great. <laughs> it was yeah, you know, it was great. But uh, but you know, to be able to connect with all these amazing chefs, you know, to to be invited to do to cook with you know people like Wolfgang Puck, or to have to take a bunch of barbecue and drop it off to David Beckham, or to have to wait outside for Sylvester Stallone to come and pick up some things, or to take a tray to of you know a bunch of barbecue to drop it off. Uh, for Jay-Z and his people. You know, those are all things that are, it's all thanks to barbecue. These, these are things that I, I acknowledge and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is going on here right now that I'm literally standing outside? I call my wife and tell her, honey, uh, Sylvester Stallone's coming by to pick up the, bar, the the brisket, you know? And she's like, what are you talking about? I said, Rocky is coming over right now to pick up barbecue. I'm not home. Rocky's coming over. Give him the give him the package that's in the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> I to mean, myself. Like, this is crazy. You know, that's I guess part of the the thing about L A. Uh, and being in L A. But it was amazing, and it and it's very a
0: very L A. thing because honestly, it it I I don't think that they're necessarily coming out to Chicago to pick up brisket.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Scottie Pippen's got it. Although I saw Scotty Pippen at a barbecue joint here in L A. not long ago, and I was so. Starstruck to see Scotty Pippen, the great Pip, it was amazing. It was amazing to see. Him. And he was sitting there at this barbecue joint. I think he's trying to get into barbecue. It looked like he, with the types of questions he was asking them, and and the way he was looking around, it looks like he's trying to open up a barbecue joint. So if anybody knows Scotty, hit him up.
0: I mean, Scotty, if you listen to this podcast, um, you know we're trying to go brick and mortar by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, I'm just putting it out there. Putting it out there. You never know. You never know. Uh, You know, you don't put if you don't put shit out there, it doesn't come back.
1: Hundred percent.
0: So, I mean, with you guys being open for, you said what? Three months now? A little over three months?
1: Yeah, just a little over three months. What Uh, do you kind of? How do you
0: see the future going?
1: You know, we uh, we have production. Limits, You know, I miss the whole holiday season, I'm missing events, I'm missing birthdays and and weddings and, and office parties because I cannot, I can't take those orders. You know, if I do something for the LA Rams, you know, it takes away from what I have in the store and then we run out quicker and then more people are upset, you know. Uh, and then people resort to Yelp, and somebody like somebody gives us one star on Yelp says the food was beautiful, delicious, but it was so loud and we had to wait so long. Took a Barbecue four star took out four stars, gave us one star. Like we lost four stars because because it was busy and loud, you know. But uh, people come. So so uh, we are looking for a second place so we can have a larger production, uh, facility so we can cook larger amounts uh, so we can take on these catering orders, these large party orders. Uh, so we are definitely looking, I know that we're going to be, so we're looking for the second location. Our third location is going to be, uh, my third place is going to be in the Rams stadium. It's going to be very similar to what uh, Ronnie Killen was doing at the Houston Texans stadium. Mm Uh, but we will have at the new Rams Stadium, we will have uh, a place. And, you know, we're just looking to do it. I, again, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat of a purist myself, so I know all the arguments that people will say, but guys, what can I do? You know, what can I do? This, this is what it is. And uh, hopefully, the, the purist who's going to come here, who's coming from Lockhart, who's coming from, uh, Lexington, Texas, or is coming from anywhere in Texas, will understand that this is what we're doing. We're trying to do the best we can with at least one hand tied behind our back. Uh, but for them to still be able to eat the, the, the food and, th- and say, you know what? The way it smells here, the way it sounds here, the way people are sitting around enjoying themselves, you know, we feel a little bit at home. And uh, And like I said, it's not supposed to be you know, you're not supposed to come and eat at slab and and think like, "Oh my God, this is the best barbecue." That, you know, it's good barbecue. It's barbecue. You know, you're in LA. You're on Third Street. We can't we can't forget that. And, uh, but we definitely want to be the best that we can, not not the best. Period. Not trying to be better than than man meat barbecue. Not trying to be better than <laughs> than anybody else. You know, just trying to be the best that we can. You know, just the best that I can and yeah, and I just
0: improve. Cook good food. You know what I mean. I want to cook good food that I'm proud of.
1: That's yeah, I'm absolutely, doing. absolutely. You know, so so that's 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 where we're at. That's our current plans. You know, we're still locking down our barbecue sauce. We have we have big big goals, and I really hope that uh, we'll accomplish even half of that it would be amazing. You know, we're looking to to brand. We're looking to grow. We're looking to get into cookbooks to to merchandising into aprons to barbecue cookware to to everything you know uh to tv every aspect you can we're looking to get into that space and um we'll see what happens
0: hey i mean i I think you guys are kind of on the right track you're 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 doing it right i mean that's that's half the battle is, is actually yes. actually doing it. let <laughs> I think some of the I think some people forget that you know they're like oh what do I do how do I you know get started and they never actually get started.
1: Yeah, well, and then you just like,
0: well I failed. No, you never it. started.
1: No, no, no. You got to do it. And you know what? I was so hesitant slash scary slash scared slash anxious slash worried on getting my first big smoker, the 250, I had to wire a complete stranger, like about $3,000, and and hope that he will send me a smoker. It was completely irreversible, like, like money that I would never get back if it was a scam. And uh, I did it, and it was like some video that I saw on, on Facebook or whatever. It was one of those viral videos, and I think it was like Steve Harvey in a, in a parking lot Talking about like following your dreams and that you know sometimes you just have to jump and, and fly and just just do it. Yeah. And how people of all people to have Steve Harvey be the the person to to, to to push me through is pretty funny. But that's what happened. And you know what? I did it. And it's really look at this. I mean it's amazing as to what has happened. I mean I I, I went from that to being invited to cook at the Pebble Beach Food and Wine Festival, which is a super prestigious, like, cooking event. You know, I was invited yeah. to, to do cooking demos, you know, for this L.A. Times events to all kinds of things. I think to myself, like, dude, I'm, a, I'm a, a real estate broker. You know, I'm just, what's the, you know, what is happening? But things have happened, and I'm super grateful for that. I appreciate it. I recognize it. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. So we'll see what, where else it takes me, you know, where, what else is going to happen. I have a cookbook that's coming out May 8th. It's not just myself, but it's a cookbook with uh, a whole slew of, of barbecue guys that I can't believe that I'm in a book with them. You know, Sam Jones to Myron to uh, you know, a bunch, a bunch of people that are in it. Uh, and me you know and me and, and I I did this this uh, brisket eggs Benedict like a brisket Benedict
0: well, that sounds uh, awesome.
1: version. It came out great you know what it's you work on the hollandaise and you you know some some basic French techniques and and barbecue and you know the brisket substitutes for the for the ham yep it's great you know it comes out nice we photographed it I got a recipe in there you know so again like I, I, I totally recognize these things and I appreciate it and you know I'm grateful and I'm ho- I hope to get you know more opportunities and I, I think they're gonna come I think they're I think that's you
0: you're, you're going the right way right
1: <laughs> even if, if not even if not even if this is the last thing right now our conversation is the last thing I happened you know, what? I, I it's it's been an amazing, amazing, amazing ride. You know, uh, I have some amazing memories, some amazing footage and, you know, but yeah, I'm confident that it's not the end. And, you know, like they say, it's just the beginning and we're we're doing things, you know, we're, we're doing it. Yeah, I think, I think
0: I agree with you. I think you guys are doing great, man. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, hanging out with us. Chatting and barbecue and doing all that. Um, it, I like... To I have end a th- choice.
1: <laughs> uh, it's not like... Yeah, I didn't have a choice. No, I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> you, know, I'm, you know, I'm so LA now. I even have a publicist now. It's so true. This he is, does. He's not lying. He's LA. Yeah. Hardcore. So so it's like, I, I got a... You know, I I don't call the publicist back just so she can call me and and yell at me, which is so LA to have your a publicist call you and yell at you. So... So it's like wow, you know. Again, I'm a real estate broker. What business do I have having a publicist? But <laughs> this is L.A. You know, this is L.A. That's how that's how it is, I guess.
0: So I want I want to ask you this question: If you could from if you could go back in time and give yourself three tips before you started your barbecue journey to help shorten up all your learning curves, what would they be?
1: You know, it's the same. Uh, the same suggestions that I give, that I make uh, others, that I, I give others, because I get asked that fairly often. And really is is to 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 fail. I mean, look, you you can't just expect to to fire up your first uh, bar- brisket and think like, "Oh, I nailed it. That's it. I'm Aaron Franklin." Nope. You know, God, I burned a gotta, couple briskets. You gotta burn some briskets. You gotta fail forward. You gotta fail forward. You know, you gotta. As long as you take notes, you take notes of everything, of the temperature, of the type of wood, how the wood was, the, the what, you know, when you added the wood, what everything, everything, so you can learn from that. That's something great and something that I did from the beginning. I don't know if there's a lot of changes that I w- would make uh, reflecting on it now. Uh, you know, I... I have a, a a crew of barbecue a barbecue family here that we work together and we we lift each other and we support each other and we're all in this together we're all in the sandbox together uh, but if anybody's looking to start just just start and you know what you can look at the Aaron Franklin videos and and as as a base but you know I said I my I encourage everybody to not try to be like Aaron Franklin and to be like themselves. You know, Aaron had his inspirations. Aaron obviously is the King. He's, he's, he's a legend, but you know, we have to develop our own voice, our own flavor. Um, as long as you just don't undercook or don't overcook a brisket, you know, that's, that's the, the, the beginning. That's, that's a good start. And, uh, to just, to just do it and, you know, to, to, to make notes. I, I've cooked who knows how many briskets I've cooked already, and I'm totally open to the idea of making changes every time, something. You know, if like we cook it, maybe we'll pull it out one degree earlier. Maybe we'll pull it out one degree later. Maybe we'll wrap it this way. Maybe we'll mop some tallow here. Maybe we won't mop any tallow on the brisket maybe we'll flavor the tallow and then mop it maybe we will make a change maybe we'll rest it without wrapping it who knows you know it's always there's always different ideas and not to be stuck with one wayne Mueller will always will also say always learn always adjust change is okay it's okay to change and you know i admire that and uh that's something that i i want to do and I suggest for everybody else as well, you know, just to just do it, just to start cooking. And if you have to cook with a Traeger, then so be it. If you have to cook with a green egg, so be it, whatever it is, as long as you're doing it and then you're enjoying it and you're getting some food that you can share with your friends and family, you know, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. That's the barbecue spirit. uh, And it can live in, it lives in many people. It lives I, I believe that there's a barbecue spirit and I believe that spirit lives in many, many people. And um, you know, you don't have to cook a hundred briskets a day for it to live in you. You can, you can do one brisket a year and that spirit can very well live within you and you enjoy that one brisket with your friends and family, you have a drink, you create some memories, and that's what it's all about, you know, the memories that come that come with it. So absolutely. That barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's barbecue. Can you can you do
0: me one last favor? Can you tell everyone where they can follow your guys' barbecue story on the Internet?
1: So uh, you can look up Trudy's Underground Barbecue, <laughs> T-R-U-D-Y-S, Trudy's Underground Barbecue. You can look it up online. You can find it on uh, Instagram. There's quite a bit articles and stories. I have never read any of them, <laughs> any of the articles that have come up, not one. But I do know that there's quite a bit. Whenever something comes up, I do copy and paste it and send it to my my mom, and uh, she reads it. And but uh, Trudy's and the restaurant is uh, Slab. It's 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 just at Slab. Uh, we didn't. I had no idea after all these times that I went to Texas that there was a Slab barbecue in Texas. I had no idea, and. Uh, So there is a Slab Barbecue in Texas. Got nothing against them. I hope they have nothing against me. Uh, You know, they're over there. We're not going over there. Uh, They're welcome to come here if they want, but we're not going over there. Uh, So online, social media, it's at Slab. And, uh, you know, we're in L.A. We'd love to have anybody who hears this. If uh, you want to send me a message, I'd love to connect with anybody who is cooking barbecue out there and or would love to connect with anybody who is uh folding barbecue with other cooking uh techniques and and cuisines and uh that's that would love to connect with anybody who, who wants to chat and i really appreciate you having me and i hope that we will connect in chicago or here in la or maybe yeah. in texas during the events would be great yes and, absolutely uh, And that's that. And I want to thank my publicist for putting this together. And, uh, this is so Hollywood and, uh, (laughs) you know, and, um, and that's it. And of course I want to thank my kids who did not bother me during this, this time for our phone call,
0: which is fantastic. That's always nice. Right. When you, when you get a little bit of alone time, well, you didn't get alone time, you got me time, but I mean, some people love me, uh, (laughs) that's right but man i want that's to say right. like, I, like i said i want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast i think what you're doing for the barbecue community is fantastic i think it was just it say it's such a cool story such a great way the way that you kind of came up and cut your teeth it was it just it, it's very very cool it's very humbling to hear all that kind of stuff and uh i just want to like i said want to say thank you for coming on the show and uh, hopefully we can catch up and chat again soon
1: you got it man meat barbecue
0: thank you so much